Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Profoundly Pointless. My name is Nick Vinzant. Coming up in this episode, pizza. Specifically, pizza toppings and intergalactic pizza acrobatics from the past. Maybe, might be the future. It's it's definitely involving time travel. And intergalactic pizza delivery from the future. I call pizza acrobatics an art because I really do think it's it's an art with your body and dough. The the actual backstory is like I was a pizza delivery guy back in the day and this this crazy guy named Pizza Man like was like dude you got to help me get back we got to we got to save the future with pizza because that was like a dream since I was a kid and um the older I got that dream kind of faded because I never thought that was something that would happen you know and then when it started coming like coming to life i was like oh man this this might actually happen i want to thank you so much for joining us if you get a chance subscribe leave us a rating or a review we really appreciate it It really helps us out so if you're new to the podcast or a longtime listener this episode is a little bit different but give it a chance seriously give it a chance because however interesting you might think it is to begin with it's oddly kind of fascinating and a look into a different a different kind of world. Our first guest is a pizza acrobat and he has honestly this kind of inspiring story about doing what you want to do and what you like to do and being who you are even if everybody else is kind of wondering what's going on there. This is Pizza man Nick Dieslin. What is a what is a pizza acrobat exactly? The best way to describe it is a pretty much a guy that juggles dough. Um, they call it a pizza acrobat because you can do a lot of like athletic moves with your tricks. So you're moving around, the dough's flying around your shoulders, through your legs, all over the place. So that's kind of why they call it a pizza acrobat. So how did you get started in this, right? When I was in middle school, I, I started learning juggling um, to be less shy. I was a really shy kid. So uh, I wanted to do something that I could do on stage and like practice it before I go on stage. So then I could kind of be like a rock star by the time I was ready to be shy in front of people. Uh, and then I saw somebody doing tricks with pizza dough. 
And I was like, I didn't know that was a thing, but I want to do that. <laughs> so I started teaching myself when I was like, um, I think 13 or 14 years old. And I've been doing it ever since. And I, I love it because people love pizza. So that's really the main reason. But what was it about it that drew you to it, right? Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, we interviewed a, a high altitude mountaineer. There's like, I saw a mountain and I just mm -hmm. loved it. And I wanted to be on top of the mountain. Like people don't generally associate that with pizza dough, right? So like, what yeah. was it about it that you were like, that's me. That is me. I feel like a lot of people have had this experience. You go to a pizza shop and you see a guy throwing the dough in the air as he's making the pizza. And it's just like floating so elegantly and all misshapen when it's in the air. Or, you know, maybe it is shaping well, but it's at a weird angle. All of that visual stuff is really exciting. And like the setting in, in a restaurant, it's like you don't necessarily need to throw dough in the air. But that's like such a cool a cool thing that's always happened for so, so long in history that it's, it's like, it's iconic for the pizza place, a guy throwing dough in the air and then taking that to another level, doing tricks with it is, is incredible because a lot of people don't even know that it, it exists. So that's what excited me about it. When did you kind of realize like, Oh, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Like I should do something with this. Yeah. So when I first started, I sucked. And uh, I, I was, I started with a washcloth originally and um, I was thinking maybe I could get a little better at it. So I, I kept practicing a little more and um, I was not too good, but after a couple months I picked it back up and I could do a few of the tricks that I've seen other people do. And I was like, Oh, maybe I could do this. So then Probably after like three months, I started mixing into my juggling routines. So I'd do half juggling, half pizza throwing. And then after a, probably a year, it was mostly all pizza acrobatics for my um, performances because people love it so much that I was kind of, you know, destined to do that. <laughs> Would I be surprised? Like how many other pizza acrobats are there in the world? Is this a popular thing or are you like one of four people? There's, there's quite a bit. You probably would be more surprised at the amount that are pizza acrobats. I would say there's probably at least, I would say at least in somewhere, I'm not very good at guessing or guesstimating, but I would guess there's probably at least thousands of, of them. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily like the, the, the greatest or anything like that, but there's a, 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 quite a few people that do tricks uh, with dough. Now, when you do the tricks with the dough, though, like, can you eat this pizza? Like, you could do the tricks and then somebody could eat it? Or are you kind of manipulating the pizza so that, like, you can't really eat it? Like, it's pizza, but... Mm. You could use regular pizza dough, um, but, of course, it stretches out very fast. So you could probably do, like, two tricks and you would be done with that dough. So you could still probably eat it. Um, but the dough that most pizza acrobats use when they use real dough is um, it's they call it a low hydration. So there's a lot less water in it and there's no yeast. So it's basically not really for eating or, or cooking, but we always say like it is real dough, like it's flour and water and salt. So there's like, it's, it is dough, but it's just not really like you're going to be making anything with it. That tastes good. Me and what, like the two minutes that I have become a pizza acrobat connoisseur, I have some issues yes. with this. 
right? Yes. I feel like do you do you get any pushback? Is it cheating because you're not really using edible dough? Is that a controversy within the pizza acrobat industry? Uh, so I think most people that do tricks with with dough, um, it's not controversial for them. But for people watching, they're like, "Oh, that's easy because it's not real dough." And I'm like, "Okay, then you can do it too. Then I I don't mind if people think it's easy and want to do it." Um, but I, I think a lot of times people think it's easier than it is. <laughs> and it is, it is controversial. There is, um, also rubber dough that you can get where it's basically like practice dough that feels a lot like real dough and it, it simulates dough really well. It just doesn't stretch out. Um, and people also say that's easier, like when they see it, but if they try to do tricks with it, it's not as easy as it seems. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I feel like the rubber dough may be crossing competition lines. Like that's performance enhancing substances in my <laughs> See, in my in my outsider opinion. Yeah, one thing I think is good about the the rubber dough is it's uniform. So if everybody uses the same dough, it's everybody's at the same same level because sometimes there's situations where people might have made dough for themselves for for using real dough that's like really bad. And, uh, that can throw them all off and it's, it makes the, the, um, competition a little funny, I guess. <laughs> that is actually a good point, right? Like, so if you have a competition, does everybody use the same dough? Do you bring your own dough? So yeah, at the competitions, usually they have dough that you can use or you can bring your own dough. So that makes it really up in the air to what, what you use. Um, you can't use the rubber dough, but as far as like, you know, it, it's up to anybody. I feel like you can mix anything in and call it real dough at some point. Now, why are you good at it? Is it practice? So, Do you have like, my fingers are spaced farther apart than anybody else's fingers. And I've got the surface area to really control the dough. Like, why are you good at it? I would say mostly practice. Um, and hand-eye coordination. Juggling helped me a lot because by the time I started doing pizza acrobatics, um, the tricks are similar to juggling in that you have to know like what your hands are doing and where it is according to your body. So juggling helped me a lot, um, but I think that's probably the the main thing. It's not necessarily my body shape or anything. Some tricks will look better for me than other people. And some tricks that I do might look better for people who might not be as tall as me or, or um, have different body types. So it's kind of working uh, within your body type and, and what you do with the dough. So um, I don't know if that's the greatest answer. No, that kind of makes sense, right? So how, how tall are you? I, I'm six feet tall. So then so I'm not would you... Huge. But like Go that's ahead. on the like, would you do different tricks? Like, oh, I know in competition that at my height, this trick is going to look good, but Sally, who's five two, she can't do that trick. It's not going to look the same way. Yeah, one trick specifically, I do the shoulder roll where I roll it across both both of my arms, and my arms are six foot three, so my arms are like incredibly long and lanky. But that trick, I think, looks really beautiful um, going across my arms just because it's so. It, it looks it looks really elegant having this dough rolled that far across this lanky guy. I can see that actually, right? I can picture this perfectly and I can see somebody smaller doing it and like, oh, that doesn't look the same way. So yes. like what's the hard part? Is it 
the catching, the throwing, like what's what's the hard part of the of the pizza acrobatics? Almost the invisible part that people don't understand that you want it to look as beautiful as possible. I I call pizza acrobatics an art because I really do think it's it's an art with your body and dough. So the tricky part is making it look as smooth as possible and and beautiful with all of the motions that you do. You don't want to be like spinning the opposite way of the dough, for example, because it, it will look more rigid. And it's all those little like invisible things that people wouldn't necessarily know that helps you look even better. How like how how much do you practice a week? So I put in probably at least like five hours a week. I do live streams now that go from anywhere from two to three hours straight of just throwing pizza. (laughs) So it could be from, yeah, five hours or more. Uh, It depends if there's a competition, I'm practicing like a couple hours every day. What's people's kind of response? Because on one hand I can be, see like you're throwing pizza all the time. Like what are you doing? And then the other hand, it's like, is being a pizza acrobat like p- being pizza acrobat is weird i spend my time putting ball in a hoop right like it's all yes. kind of it's all kind of a little bit dumb when you break it right down like that right like totally. you're a pizza acrobat that's stupid let's crash into each other with our heads and try to cross this line right so like I yeah think what's what's kind of people's response to it it's it's all over the board. I think a lot of people like to see how much fun I have when I do it. Because when you see, like, I genuinely really love doing this. And I think when people see that and understand it, they have a better appreciation for what I do. Um, I get a lot of comments, though, of like, oh, man, I bet your parents are proud of you. And it's like, well, they actually are. <laughs> so I, I I don't know. I think I think leaning into the goofiness of it is something that I really started embracing over the past two or three years because it's really, it is goofy, um, but that makes it actually more entertaining. That's an interesting question that me and John, who comes in in the second half of the show, always talk about, right? Like, would you rather be the best pizza acrobat in the world or the world's like 2000th best basketball player? I don't know. It kind of depends too. I guess it depends on the person to answer it. I guess what do your what do your parents think about it? I know you kind of mentioned it already, but were they were they super supportive? Were friends super supportive, or they were kind of like, okay, it's, he's he's doing his pizza thing? Yeah, my parents um, they have always been really open, but they've never been really pushy. So they're they're the perfect uh, support that I, I I needed to be able to do this because they've never said that I have to do anything specific. Um, but they've also never said anything bad about me doing pizza acrobatics from from the beginning. They've been supportive of it, and and I think that's really cool. So now, can you make a living off of this? That's a great question. So far, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's why I think it's um, it's it's a great hobby for me. I call it like you know my my passion and my hobby. Um, but at the end of the day, it still is going to be a hobby until I find some way that I could actually make a lot of money with it. But, um, you know, to, to this day, I would say it's, it's very tricky. It's almost like stand up comedy is you can make money, but it's pretty hard to get to the level where it, it actually is a decent job, you know? 
but do you, does it have the possibility of like making money? So for example, we had on a couple episodes ago, the world's best disc golfer. And he was mm-hmm. like, my parents thought I was dumb. They stopped talking to me. And fast forward years later, after living in my car, I cash a $4 million check for a sponsorship deal, right? Like, so the possibility was there. Is the Do you think the possibility is here for like, for pizza acrobatics? Or is this always going to be what it is? I think the possibility is there. Um, I think, I think there's creative opportunities for pizza acrobatics and, and the creative opportunities could bring possible financial benefits, but um, that's, that's a really tricky thing because it's, it's like, I think there's, there's possibilities, but I think it's really tough to, to, um, really cash out on that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Not a lot of dough in pizza yeah. dough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been saving that up for months. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> ah, that's, that's, that's the end of the show. That's the greatest thing I'm ever going to say in my entire life. <laughs> so, um, are you ready for some harder slash listener submitted questions? Absolutely. So how big generally is the size of the pizza that you're throwing? Yeah. So I start out with what I like to have is starting out with like a 13 inch dough size that works best for me and my hand size. Some people probably start out with, um, little smaller sizes. So that one does depend a little bit on, on how big your hands are and, and what you prefer as well. How high can you throw the pizza up in the air? I can throw it really, really high in the air. Um, there's a Guinness book of world records, um, record for how high the dough is thrown, but I, I do believe I could beat it. I just, um, I've never really recorded it. So (laughs) that might be on the list. Oh, now I'm fascinated. What's the record? Do you know what the record is? I believe it's 23 and something feet, but that's not really that high. That doesn't sound high. But that's pretty high. It Wait, is, is yeah. 23 feet off the ground or 23 feet above the height of the person's outstretched arms? I believe it's off the ground. I think you could do it, man. I think you... Yeah, definitely. Is it, like, how heavy is a pizza? So the... the Yeah, the doughs that we use, typically it's, it's two eight-ounce dough balls that we squish together. And we use two to, like, make it a little stronger because if you use one, there's a little bit of, like inconsistencies when you pinch the the dough on the bottom so it's a one pound so where do people where do people go wrong in their pizza acrobatics like what's the mistake that people are making um i think one of the biggest mistakes is well we we drop it we drop it a lot (laughs) at least i drop it a lot and uh that's something that you just you can't you can't really expect yourself to catch it every single time and and it's okay to drop it but that is a problem yeah that's a problem right so yeah now how are they judging the competition is it just the difficulty of tricks or how the how do they do it they judge it on a few different things um one of them is the amount of drops you have so every time you drop it they they dock off certain points so that's that's very tricky. And if you do challenging tricks, that could be, um, offsetting. 
And then they also um, judge you on the entertainment value and then the uh, dexterity, which is kind of like the um, skill level almost, but it's, it's kind of like how well you can make it look and, and manipulate the dough. Do the toppings make a difference? Like, can do people do it with toppings? So I've never, I've seen people use like confetti. I've never seen any put, anybody put like toppings on the pizza um, in a performance. I guess flour, people sometimes will like sprinkle flour on it. Um, and that looks kind of nice. But you certainly could use toppings if it if it looked well visually. That would actually be a pretty pretty good addition if you could make it work. What would be what do you think would be like the hardest topping to add on there and be able to do? Would I think sauce would be a mess. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't work out very well, actually. But it would be really funny too. Yeah. Would would like pepperoni be harder than sausage? So it maybe depends on the type of sausage you use because sometimes there's like the pinched sausage or like the little like chunks. I think pepperoni could be kind of cool if you could get it to like fling off like those Nerf discs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, you could take this to another level. You could potentially like spin the pizza and spin an individual pepperoni. That's Ooh. right. We're making magic here today. Yeah. Here's, we've got it. We figured it out, man. This is how <laughs> Pizza Acrobatics is launched. That is also, I wanted to ask you this. You are the intergalactic pizza intergalactic. man? Yeah, intergalactic pizza acrobat. Have you confirmed this in any way? Or is that like, I can just add this to my title because I, I think it's funny. Well, I'm actually a time traveler and I'm from the year 1991. <laughs> I, I got a whole backstory. I almost don't want to ask any up follow-up questions and just leave people wondering, like, is he fucking serious? <laughs> or is yeah. he like, joking around? <laughs> I actually, could you actually be? <laughs> I am a time traveler, yeah. Now I want to know what uh, the backstory is. Give me, no, hit actually, me with the whole thing, man. Yeah, so there's like a little bit of a seriousness to the backstory, but like the, the actual backstory is like, I was a pizza delivery guy back in the day and this this crazy guy named pizza man like was like dude you got to help me get back we got to we got to save the future with pizza and I, I, he took me in his car and we like fused together into pizza man and we're here in the future trying to save the world with pizza that's probably honestly the best way to do it if you think about it <laughs> yeah right like, i know pizza is the way to say like cure everything people it love is. it you know we've talked we, on the show we've interviewed nasa climatologists people who deal with like space but honestly it comes down to pizza <laughs> really they they had the wrong answer the in, the in, the entire time so then do you get to do a lot of traveling and taste and and go to a lot of like different pizza places yeah so i've i've done a lot of different uh traveling from some from pizza stuff and some for like um, my professional career. Uh, but wherever I go, I do like to try out uh, tasting pizza. New York. I love New York pizza. I think that's probably my favorite. Oh, but people get heated about regional pizza. They do. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago style pizza. Uh, you know, there's it's funny because pizza. I see why people get so heated about it because there's so many different options. But I also like letting people have their opinion and then I keep mine, you know? 
But who would you say would be the most passionate defender of their style of pizza, right? Like I can think of New York pizza. I can think of Chicago pizza. I can't think of any others off the top of my head. But like who's like, oh, you show up at the wrong pizza place and say the wrong thing. I feel like Chicago, uh, they they love their pizza a lot. Uh, even though like New York, I feel like is, you know, pretty defensive. But um I don't know. I've heard a lot of new uh, Chicago people talk about Chicago style very aggressively. <laughs> what what region of pizza though is what regional pizza is is sneaky good though? Like, ooh, people sneaky know about good. it, but like, ooh, it's coming, it's coming up there. Um, man, I I don't know. I feel like pizza is so so diverse that I am not picky, and I also don't have anything where I'm like, this is the this is the next thing i don't know if that, that does not help you at all but uh <laughs> no no <laughs> just make something up man i thought you were a yeah. time traveler didn't you go in the I, future and know <laughs> i love i love culinary fusions with pizza like if there, whenever i see somebody who does pizza well it's not like they're it's not like they're making uh you know this this is the best pepperoni pizza they're making a pizza where they are are figuring out a, a way to to make every ingredient on the pizza special and making it all come together and making that a special pizza. So that's the type of pizzas that I like to look for when when I'm looking for a, like a very special pizza. Like if they're like I caramelize the onions in in a certain like uh, sauce, that's just for the onions. So like I know the rest of the pizza, they're like doing special things for all of it. Okay, best pizza that you've ever had. So I would say the best pizza I ever had was at the pizza place that I started working at. Uh, it was it was called Randy's Premier Pizza um, in Minnesota, and Randy Randy knows how to do pizza really well. And it's funny because like I would always tell people like this is the place to go for for good pizza, and we had we had Chicago styles there. Um, we didn't have wood fire, but every once in a while we would do wood fire outside. But it's cold in Minnesota, so we can't really do it. My only issue is like the idea that it's just called Randy's. Like if it was some other fake name, then I would probably much be much more interested in it. But Randy is totally. almost like the worst name that I can. Think. Yeah, right. <laughs> it Jeff. Like yeah, I don't yeah. Like Jeff's Pizza Place. <laughs> That's what I always tell people too. Like if you can find a like a random mom and pop shop nearby their pizza is probably going to be really good if, if they specialize in pizza. Um, because a lot of times those small little shops really know what they're doing because they usually only have their one place. Uh, so they don't have to worry about their, their pizzas being good across their chains. If that makes sense. That does make sense, man. You really know your pizza. I, I try. <laughs> it's a hard life, right? Yeah. Hard life for the pizza man. Um, okay. But what about like, um, frozen pizza? Where are you going? Frozen pizza? Frozen pizza. That's a good question. I, I like a lot of frozen pizzas. There's one brand specifically, um, it's called screaming Sicilian that I do. I do like quite a bit. Um, I know there's a lot of like other, like kind of higher end frozen pizza, but Screamin' Sicilian is, is pretty awesome. They're they're actually from Wisconsin, if if I remember correctly, too. I think I've actually have that in my freezer right now. 
Yeah, you got the little mustache and everything. Like the little mustache, and there's like, is there? <laughs> yeah. But there's like, you can see into the pizza, but it kind of looks like a yep. face. They got yeah, they got like the mouth and everything. Yeah, you can uh, see the pizza, dude. That's that's pretty good pizza, actually. Honestly, like it I is. get it for my son, and then I just eat it all because like, oh, that's good pizza. Yeah, and I'm Sicilian, part Sicilian as well, so I, I like that. <laughs> that's okay. Let's get controversial. Yeah, how do you feel about pineapple? How do you feel about white sauce? How do you feel about dessert pizza? Okay, I like that. Any other ones? No, those are the three main ones. <laughs> okay. Pineapple. I don't like pineapple on my pizza, but I appreciate people's opinion for it. However, I think it's much too juicy to be an ingredient on, on a pizza. And and my my argument to to the or yeah, my argument to this discussion is always like, do you put watermelon on your pizza? And they're like, no. And I'm like, it's like almost the same consistency with the juiciness. <laughs> Mm, that's true but it's true but i do think you could use pineapple to make like a good glaze for a dessert pizza and that's where i would go with pineapple on a pizza how about the white sauce white sauce i don't really like white sauce but uh that's just because i don't really i don't really like what like the like the alfredo or i never really was a big oh, fan of it of like the flavor so it's like, I can't, I don't really enjoy it on pizza. <laughs> so you've been on a lot of different, like America's Got Talent, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Which one was your yeah. favorite? I really liked, well, I liked America's Got Talent a lot because that was like a dream since I was a kid. And um, the older I got, that dream kind of faded because I never thought that was something that would happen, you know? And then when it started coming like, coming to life, I was like, oh man, this, this might actually happen. And it was really, really exciting. And I was glad I did it when I was older because, uh, I would not have been prepared for, for the whole experience when I was younger. There's, there's just a lot of, uh, you know, mental strength you need to be able to get through, through, uh, you know, anything like that. It, the show was great. It's just like the nervousness is, is a lot. Right. Yeah. And you can't have sweaty hands throwing pizza, I would imagine. Yeah. And you, you don't want to be, you can't be shaky or nothing. You have to pretend like you're, you're all cool. Yeah. Play it cool. So yeah. Okay. If it's you say it's you, who's the Michael Jordan of pizza acrobatics? Who's the best? Yeah, I would say, so I would say the best of all time, there's this pizza acrobat named Tony Geminani and he's kind of like, he's kind of like the guy in, in the pizza acrobatics world. Um, he's, he's done it for, for so many years and he also makes really good pizza. That's the cool thing. So he, he's like, um, really influential on the pizza world as far as like creating it and doing tricks with, um, pizza that, that was like one of the people that I really like to watch a lot of vi videos when I was a kid to try to learn more. So I really appreciate, um, whatever Tony has done. There's so many people nowadays that I think are, are really good that it's hard for me to pick specific people to. Is there trash talk? Do you try to get in the head of your, like your opponents? So I am the nicest guy. I would never, I would never trash talk anybody. Um, I think there's other people that probably would, but I'm just trying to have a fun time and, and like do good stuff with pizza and uh, I want more people doing pizza acrobatics. So that's why I try to be nice because I, 
I want, I want this to be more of a thing than it is. And that's the way to do it. That's true. What do you think? Like, what, what do you think is the future of pizza acrobatics? Like what's, what's the next level? Yeah. I think it would be cool if it was really, uh, I don't know. It'd be cool if it was like an Olympic sport or, you know, in schools more, we gotta, we gotta get it more in schools. Cause right. you gotta be learning pizza acrobatics it needs to be on the curriculum. <laughs> Mandatory. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Look, we're busy banning books. We can at least get pizza. Yeah. Let's get pizza acrobatics <laughs> in the system. <laughs> Listen, if you go, if you go to a, a city council meeting or a school board meeting and you, you make that pitch, I will watch it. I, w- <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> I will do that. Um, that's pretty much all the questions we got, man. What's kind of coming up next for you? Yeah. So, um, I've been kind of doing a lot of, uh, social media work lately, just trying to get, make more videos. Um, I'm trying to also make educational videos, um, to help people learn more about pizza acrobatics. So those are a few of the things that I've been working on and, and trying to keep everything in order in my life. I want to thank Nick so much for joining us. If you want to connect with him, we have linked to him on our social media sites. We're profoundly pointless on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And we've also included his information in the episode description. And if you get a chance, check out some of his videos. What Whatever you might think of that interview, he's good at it. Like if you watch one of those YouTube videos that he does, you have to admit, that he's pretty talented at this. Okay, now let's bring in John Shull and get to the pointless part of the show. Has there ever been anything that you were really interested in, but people made fun of you for being interested in? I, I don't know if it's anything that that I, I ever really said out loud, if that makes any sense. I, I held a lot in, especially in my 20s. That way... Nobody knew that I did it, so I didn't have to worry about being made fun of, if that makes any sense. What what were those things? Like I like I like tabletop gaming, like uh like sports games, you know, like I like playing uh different like sports tabletop games. Um I also really like candles, as you know. Uh you know, things things like that that maybe it was just more about me getting comfortable as who I am. Uh but now I have no issue. Like, it's, it's just who I am. In the scale of, like, nerdiness, though, are sports tabletop games ahead of games like World of Warcraft or Settlers of Catan? Well, I, I think that's the thing is that I think games like Settlers of Catan and, uh, um, you know, World of, uh, like, Warhammer, things like that, I feel like that's a certain level. Uh, and, and I feel like that's okay, mainstream, because those games are pretty mainstream. It's when you get to the niche stuff, you know, like the sports games, like the World War II submarine games, you know, where you have actual models and things. I feel like that's where you're getting to push it a little bit. Also, I've embraced my love of wrestling, professional wrestling, but I I could easily see how people throughout the years were making fun of me and I just went with it when they were actually making fun of me for real. I don't know if I've ever really made fun of somebody for something that they were interested in. Simply because everything is kind of stupid when you think about it. Like, oh, you really like Warhammer? That's dumb. I like throwing a basketball into a hoop. I like pitching a a rubber ball at somebody, you know, hoping that they, they don't hit it. I mean, I guess you can make anything nerdy. 
How often do you wash your sheets? Wow. Totally just switched that on me there. Um, I think I think we do ours every two weeks. Every two weeks? Now, if you're sweaty, are you getting into bed? Or are you showering off? I'm showering off before I get into bed, even though it doesn't matter because I, I sweat when I while I sleep, I think more than the average man. Uh, so my sheets are pretty... I, I stain my sheets, but not in a good way. Not like 17-year-old high school kid stain your sheets? More like the sweat stains? If you were to run a black light uh, over my mattress, it would not reveal, uh, you know, things I'm proud of. But then why do you sleep in that? Like, I, okay, I am a, an obsessive sheet washer. If I sweat at all at night, my sheets are getting washed the next day. Hmm. Like, I will not get into bed with any kind of dirty sheets. Also, how much hair gel do you think I have in right now? You got Holy a lot. Cow. I've never, I mean, either that or you were in Holy shit. You've it's got, the first time I've seen myself in the mirror today or, the, you know, the camera, and it's like, I mean, been, I, I, can po- I can poke your eye out uh, 1,200 miles away. You've been getting out of hand with the hair gel. It's been getting bad lately. Like, I don't even think that you should be using hair gel, to be honest with you, past the age of probably th- Once you're a married man, you shouldn't use hair gel anymore. You can use some sort of product. And you can call it a product, but you can't look like you have hair gel in if you're a married man. You can't. Past the age of, like, 33. To be fair, it's hairspray that I have. That's even worse. Because it's your wife's hairspray, which means that you're not investing enough time. Like, you're just slapping stuff together. You want to look good, but you're not putting any actual effort into it, which is why it's even more offensive. I mean... Whatever, I just it's it's fine. I just I just looked at it and was like, wow, I my hair gel is pretty. It's a lot. Pretty on point today. It's a lot of hair gel, Hair's and bright. I know that you're just trying to distract from my question about your nasty sheets. No, I mean I, it's not it's not that I like sweat consciously. I just sweat, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, I I don't know. We have like six blankets on our bed. That's, that's probably the first issue. Yeah, dude, that's ridiculous. My wife, I I can't take credit for that. That's all her. You don't have to put all those blankets on your side, though. Now, is she going to... Well, you can push them down. Now, my wife will get mad at me if there's an extra blanket on top and I roll that blanket off of me because I'm too hot and, like, fold it over so that it doubles up on her. Then I'm suddenly the bad guy. What I usually do is push them in the middle and then I get accused of not wanting to cuddle uh, because I have, like, a barrier. I really don't think that people should sleep in the same bed as each other. There's really no reason for it. <laughs> I guess I've never thought about it. Why, why do you think that? Because it's basically just ruin everybody's time. Right? <laughs> do you, would you honestly say that you enjoy the day-to-day process of sleeping next to your wife? I'm not talking about if there's some fringe benefits on the side or if you're feeling a little cuddly and you want to cuddle. Do you enjoy sleeping next to your wife? I have to be really careful with this answer. Uh, I don't think you do. I can tell right now that, honestly, my wife would probably say, no, she doesn't enjoy sleeping next to me. (laughs) If there was a separate bed there in the room, that would be fine. Really, the ideal situation is two twin beds next to each other. I think I think I'll, I'll just answer as I don't mind having the bed to myself from time to time. 
So that said, no, you don't enjoy sleeping next to your wife. Okay. All right. Let's move on. All right. You ready to give uh, some shout outs or some shout outs? Are you going to give yourself a shout out? We actually had a number of requests to start selling profoundly pointless candles in the month. <laughs> you mean T-shirts or like the candles? Because the candles just go to you know Bath and Body Works and you can pick those up. I, I was quite impressed with how many people uh, like care about the candle of the month. People like it. I, well, I also think that people like routines. I love NFL power rankings when they come out on Tuesday, even though I don't know anything about the NFL or watch any of the games. I But I will check the NFL power rankings first thing Tuesday morning because that's when they come out, and I like to see it. Good, uh, good for you. All right. Bill's number one, out. motherfucker. Oh, boy. Uh, here's some shout-outs. Uh, Nathaniel Figueroa, appreciate you. Uh, BK Phillips, uh, Gail, uh, Maggie Bramel, Miko, Michael, uh, Curtis Dahl, John Tilly, Gills Burge, and Jussie Torney. You all get the uh, the kudos for this episode. Also, I have to tell you, Nick, I got... Could you speak into the microphone instead of holding it way away from you when you say that? Because I can see somebody, it like it's not anywhere near your hand, not near your mouth. So, somebody told me that they really like when I speak into the microphone. No. I think they were joking. I was a hundred percent chance that they were joking. Can we can we go back to something really quickly? Uh, sure. What was that gal's person name? Uh, it is Gal Aharonoff. Are you sure about that? No, not at all. Actually, okay. Um, that name doesn't sound familiar to you in any way. Of course it does, but I, I just wanted to give a shout-out to her because I I, like I can them. see you Googling it right now. That person was a guest on the podcast, and you have no clue, did you? No, of course I knew. Okay, I'm well, not Googling. Look, well, here's my well, hand. What were they doing? What were they? They're a doctor. Of? Medicine. <laughs> well played. Got it. Thank him. you. Well played. God dang it. People are just all over me today. Listen, uh, pizza, are you a square guy, New York guy, or or just a traditional round? I know what you're going to say, and I already kind of hate you for it, but... First of all, the only traditional pizza is is, is the circle pizza. Circle pizza are cut into exactly eight slices. If we're talking about any kind of square pizza or any kind of, like, tray pizza, you can get that shit out of my face. See what I'm saying? Why why are you so angry all the time? Because there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. And when people start trying to be lazy and start trying to reinvent things and trying to be different just because they want to be different, then we all suffer as a result. Circle pizza is the best kind of pizza, and everything else is a step downwards. And we've had to deal with that. And then we have to deal with the people who say, like, oh, no, it's really better. It's actually – no, it's not. I I, I don't – can we just go back to the doctor? Or can we just go back to him real fast? Yeah, go ahead. The March 9th episode of Profoundly Pointless. Way Check to him go. out. Yeah, very good. As a plastic uh, surgeon, thank uh, you for checking us out. Don't listen, Gail. Don't like our statuses, and I won't get you confused with all of our other listeners. All right. I don't know what to tell you. To, you can pay attention to the show that you're on. That's not a big deal. It's not hard I to just, do. It's literally reading. Yeah. One, it's literally reading one sentence I'm, a week. What? What was your thing? Now you lost my train of thought about pizza. You shat on the pizza question because apparently you're too good for any other kinds of pizza. Well, think about it, though. 
Right, because if you get the square pizza, then somebody's getting two sides of crust and they don't want to have to deal with it. And somebody's getting no crust. It's not a good way to do it. It's inferior. Because well, what's wrong with crust? And, and square pizza is amazing, by the way. Don't square hate pe- on Detroit But, but not, all the pizzas are, not all the pieces are equal. And that's why it's not as good, of a pizza, not as, good as a pizza. It's not. We're, this is. isn't an uh, this isn't a discussion. This is basic is. algebra or geometry or whichever one of those applies to shapes. Because there are people <laughs> who are getting either too much crust or not enough crust, and that's as simple as that. It, the argument's over. There is no discussion. That's fine, Dad. It's okay. You don't have to get all angry and send me to my room. Well, listen. Don't come gotta... try to come in here. But I'm from Detroit. I wasn't. I my you favorite pizza is not even Detroit style, so it's fine. I don't even know what Detroit style is, to be honest with you. I know you don't know what <laughs> Chicago style is. New York Chicago style. is deep dish, and what's New York style? Uh, it's like the big, long, skinny pieces. You know. Well, that's okay. I, I'm, as long as it's still in the shape of a circle, I'm generally okay with it. What's more disappointing? Uh, waking up. On Easter or Christmas and not having, uh, like, an Easter basket or Christmas gifts, what would be more depressing to you? What kind of question is that, man? Christmas. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on, now. Uh, let's see. I don't know about current events anymore, man. They're all crap. There's Will Smith's barred from the Academy for 10 years, which I don't care about, but everyone else does. Uh, apparently, Britney Spears is pregnant, which, once again, I don't really care, but everybody else does. I, I do have to tell you that, real fast, I did have another road rage uh, incident. Oh, my God. How is not it, my I f- have never had a road rage. It's, it is your fault. It's not my fault. I'm going to go ahead and say right now it is your fault. Now, let's hear the story. Was well, not my fault. So then we can break down. All I did was I, I got off uh, off the highway, and I, I'm in the left turn. There's two left turn lanes to turn onto this road. I'm in like I'm in I guess the right turn lane to turn left if that makes sense. This person comes up right. behind me, off the highway, almost hits me. So I'm you know I I see the light turn green. Five seconds of me sitting there, uh, not even five seconds. They start honking at me. They get they like accelerate. Go try to go around me. Mind you, it's, it hasn't even been five seconds yet. I, I speed up to cut them off. They then dart back to the <laughs> and left. And here we go. But why are you trying to, like, the light turned green, right? But, you know, maybe four seconds had passed. And then they cut back over to the left, start jaw jacking at me, like start pointing at me, want me to pull over, you know. So I just give them a high five or, you know, give them a thumbs up, and I keep rolling <laughs> down the road. And then, like, this person is just so mad. I mean... I don't think I've ever seen somebody that angry, uh, like that quick. And I, like, I didn't even do anything. The best part was though, I got revenge because I had to turn left a, a couple miles down the road, and uh, I put on my blinker and t- and got in front of them, and then uh, turned left, and they like got all mad or honking at me still, and it's fine. Listen. If this was an isolated incident, I could somehow believe that maybe you were not somehow at fault in this regard or equally at fault. But this happens on a weekly basis now, and it's just not you. You've lost the benefit of the doubt. It's, it's just not you've, my fault. You did. You've done something. 
you may not know what it is. And that then if you don't know what it is, that probably really just exacerbates the problem because you're not aware when you're driving out around there. These kind of, wherever you go, man, there you are. Right? You ever seen that gif? It's that like gif, it's, the guy from the office where he's like he scrunches his face and he shakes his head. No, that's what I'm doing right now because it's not my fault. Right, but this is basically like a person saying like all men are all women are pigs. Like oh, all men are jerks. Oh, all women are just gonna treat you wrong. Right? You're the problem. I'm not the problem. I just right. You're I the problem because you're putting drivers. yourself. I think you're putting yourself in these situations. Right? Are you ready to talk about pizza? Because I'm getting upset about your. Blatant you disregard of self-awareness in regards to your driving. Because someday somebody's going to come at you. And I hope they do because I'll be ready with Smith and Wesson. Right. That is funny, though. Somebody's really mad at you and you just kind of like wave at them. Like, oh, hey, hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm never going to engage someone unless they physically strike my car. So, Yeah, I would just I'm not messing with people on the highway, man, because you don't know what they got. Like I'm not messing with people in regards when they're number one could potentially have a weapon in their vehicle and number two are driving something that could become a weapon, right? Like that's just not a good idea in any sense of the imagination. Like you really want to go in front of me that badly, you go right ahead. That's fine. I will watch and laugh. Um, (laughs) Okay. So our number five is our 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 top five is top five pizza toppings what's your number five uh extra cheese here's my thing i thought about this I, a lot Just i can che- say actual toppings if, if you want if you're not going to classify well, let's, that let's let's de- let's debate this now because i think we're going to get into it is cheese a topping for pizza well I, when i let me okay let me say for me extra cheese is like uh feta goat cheese not like extra base cheese it's like other cheeses so that that's what i mean by my number five i'll i'll, I'll change it to say other cheeses for, for my number five but do you think that cheese in general is a topping for pizza yes however for for this i i think we should just say that the sauce and the cheese are are you know are just part of it it's just part of the pizza see I think I would agree with that. I think that any sort of cheese is just kind of comes with it, right? You're not going to say that like, oh, yeah, I ordered a hamburger and the hamburger itself is part of – is the extra stuff, right? Like that's that's what comes with it. Like pizza comes with sauce and cheese. Now, if we get into the extra stuff, then that can be considered a topping. But I don't think that cheese in and of itself or sauce should be considered a topping. I don't know why you <laughs> that made me laugh, but when you said order a hamburger without the hamburger, it just made me laugh. So, anyways, that's my number five. Other well, kinds what do you of call? Cheeses. Wait a minute. What do you call? That's see, but wait. What do you call the hamburger part of a hamburger? I don't know the hamburger. I, I like. I don't know. It's just the hamburger. Like you buy a hamburger, just like. But see, you buy a slice of pizza. It doesn't necessarily have to have cheese on it. But most pizza has cheese on it. But a hamburger, in my mind, is a hamburger without the bun. It's still a hamburger. Without the bun, it's a hamburger. And with the bun, it's still a hamburger in my mind, which doesn't make any sense. The patty. Is a slice of pizza a slice of pizza even without the cheese? 
No, I don't. Wouldn't consider it to be pizza without cheese. I don't care what kind of other stuff that you're throwing in there. Like it's got to have some sauce on it. Man, I want pizza right now. Okay, um, my number five is barbecue sauce. Get the fuck out of here! I like that, a man. barbecue pizza. Barbecue pizza is not bad. Oh. It's not bad. Your list is going to be fucking terrible, isn't it? No, that's really the only. Well, maybe. I just don't believe in any of those other kind of toppings to me. Like, don't come at me with artichoke hearts. Get <laughs> If I had to choose between artichoke hearts or zucchini or feta cheese or any of that other kind of pompous crap that you're probably going to come at me with, huh. give me barbecue sauce. I'd rather have dessert pizza than any sort of fancy pizza. You're wrong. No, put some. You need to get some uh, locally sourced avocados. Well, you ready? Give me for some my number barbe- four? Give me some A one barbecue sauce. My number four is fruit. What kind of fruit are we talking about? Are I we mean, talking pineapple specifically? Or are you saying like we're going to put some watermelons on that thing? No, I mean p- pineapple specifically. But I, I've had pizza uh, with apples on it. I've had it with, uh, you know, like des- different dessert pizzas. Some of those are pretty good, but um, I mean, I mean, obviously, pineapple's kind of like the the mainstay fruit. You know, what kind of? Okay, give me the rundown of all the fruits that you've ever had on on a pizza, all right. and I'm going to um, give you a one to five angers between how angry I'm getting about it. All right, so let's just start off easy. Pineapple. That's not that bad. It right, is kind okay. of good. It's a little weird, but it's not that bad. So one. Okay. Uh, let's see. I've had avocado on my pizza. Is that technically a fruit? Like, uh, gonna... I know it's a fruit, but it's a vegetable in my mind. I don't care what scientists say. Whatever. One point five. Um. Let's see. So, like I said, I've had apples. Uh, Three. I've had blueberries. Five. Uh, I know I've had strawberries on my pizza. Five. I'm trying to think. That might that might be it in terms of fruit. Um. Who has the yeah. gall to do that? I mean, they most of those are dessert pizzas, but still, they were delicious. Dessert pizza. <laughs> you said because, it. You said because you really pizza. need dessert when having pizza, right? Ooh, you know what I want? I'm tired of eating all this pizza. Let me go get some more pizza, but I need some dessert. Dessert pizza is probably the most ridiculous thing that we as a society have ever invented, if you think about that. Like, think of how stupid uh. that is, that we have dessert pizza. No, there's a lot of other stupid things we've invented. Dessert hamburgers? Dessert hot dogs? I mean, it's it's dumb, but I, I still don't think it's... I mean, there's a lot of dumb shit out there. My number four is black olives. Okay. I don't mind black olives. All right. You know, they're they're kind of like, you know, Cousin Ray. Boring. No one really likes them, but you invite them to the party sometimes. You know, it's fine. That's- my list is difficult because in my mind, there's really only two. There's really only two. Okay. Well, what's your number three? My number three are, are, is uh, green peppers. Acceptable. You know, I'm not going to – it's all right. It's okay. decent. You know, I'm okay with green peppers. I'm not going to throw the pizza away if it's got it on there, but I'm not going to ask for it specifically. My number three is extra cheese. And I don't oh, want okay. any kind of fancy – I don't want any kind of fancy cheese like you want, like your – oregano or whatever it is that you get i just want some just give me the cheese that's on the pizza oregano is a spice but it's fine oh it's not it's not cheese <laughs> it's fine 
Oh, it's, it's not cheese at all. But uh, it's fine. You know, we we both have had hiccups today. It's fine. It's all I'm good. a simple man. I'm a simple I'm man. A, In my mind, there's cheddar, there's blue, there's mozzarella, and all that other stuff can just get out of here. All right. So, like you said, I think I think our uh, our one and two is probably similar. Obviously, I think we know what our number one is or what it should be. Oh, I don't know. I think okay, well, I, then, I think mine's going to be reversed from what you think. All right. Well, my, well, my number two is uh, bacon and sausage. I, I combined them. Okay. I was going to get upset if you were going to say something. Like, uh, initially, I thought you were talking about like bacon and chorizo, or you were trying to get fancy Ooh. with your choices. Chorizo is pretty good, though. Actually, that's probably good. We have pizza. Uh, okay. All right. My number two is pepperoni. And so, obviously, that makes my number one sausage. And I'm assuming Jeez. your number one is pepperoni. But that just means you love the meat. You love all the meats, don't you? Well, I mean, if you think about it, pepperoni is also a meat. That's what I mean, but you love all the meats. You right, love all the meats in your mouth. Look, I'm not – I guess I'll just take more sausage in my mouth. If I have a choice, give me a big old thing of sausage rather than a little just tiny to... pepperonis. Here's, look, here's my thing. I would, this, this is my rant about pizza is that I actually enjoy pepperoni as a topping more than I enjoy sausage as a topping. But I think that sausage is the better topping. Hmm. Like, if it was self-isolated, I would rather have sausage than pepperoni. But I do think that pepperoni on pizza is better than sausage on pizza. But sausage is the better topping, in my mind. I think it depends on the kind of pepperoni and sausages I'm getting, but yes. Pepperoni, I would say, is more, you know, it's a safer bet. Like, you're usually going to have a pretty good idea of what you're getting when regards to pepperoni. Sausage can be a little hit or miss, though. How many? What's what's the uh, most slices you put down in a sitting of pizza? Sure. Yeah. Of course. I think I ate a medium once by myself. Maybe a large. What if it was a large? It was one of those things where like we don't have mediums. We just have larges. Like yeah, but it's actually a medium. I think a medium is probably the most that I've ever put down. You remind me as the kind of person that. Uh, you just eat the toppings in the, you know, the pizza. But when you get to the crust, you just throw the crust away. Not anymore. If I got something to dip it in, then I'm going to go ahead and eat that whole crust. But if I'm trying to, like, just get to the good stuff, I'm not going to waste my time with the crust. Because you're running now, man. You're a runner. You're on top of it. What's the most it's you've ever eaten then? You going double digits? No, I, I don't think it's, like, double digits. I think, though... Uh, like a Chicago style. I mean, I think I put down four slices of Giordano's, which is probably equal to, I don't know, 12 to 15 regular slices. What's the least number of pizzas of pieces that you've ever had and been completely full? For example, I had two deep dish pieces one time and was like, oh, I can't eat. Probably <laughs> until like 3 o'clock the next day kind of full. Yeah, I mean, it's it's usually like Chicago style, man, that just... Really thick, a lot of bread, a lot of cheese. Now, now, because I get heartburn because I'm such an old ass man, uh, I, I can usually put down a piece or two, and then I, I gotta stop. But, uh, but I, I, I can do two pieces probably now of regular pizza. That's all you can eat. No, no, of the, of uh, like deep dish regular pizza. Uh, I try to cap it at four. I don't try to eat more than four pieces. That's a good idea. You know, I almost died this weekend. 
No. How? Because you know how sometimes when you eat like peanut butter and bread and it gets like stuck in your throat and you've got to <laughs> and you've got to you got to like yes. get water to like mm-hmm. wash it down and it hurts real bad. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So, number 1, I was high. Pretty high. <laughs> and I had been drinking and I made like way too big of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I got it stuck. And I got uh-huh. it stuck in there so badly that, like, I couldn't even wash it down. And I tried to dr- wash it down with chocolate milk because, again, high, and that sounded like a great idea. And I threw the – like, the chocolate milk got stuck, and I threw it back up. And I had to, like, drink water slowly from the tap. And this is, at, like, basically for what somebody is my age. It was 1030, which for somebody my age is, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And the whole house is asleep. And I'm starting to plan my, like, how this is how I died. I choked on peanut butter. It was the, uh, most, lo- I'm, it was the most pain I've ever been in. It hurt so bad. Like, it oh. took me, you know how usually you can get it down in, like, one, you need one good sip of water and you can knock it down there? It took mm-hmm. me, like, four or five. It was that stuck. It was awful. Well, if something terrible would have happened, all, I, all I'm going to say is, I would have missed you. I appreciate that. What's it, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, I mean, mushrooms are okay. Yeah, um, mushrooms are okay. Uh, I mean, there's not really. I mean, black olives. Uh, there's not really that many more that I can that I can really think of that are kind of normal. So there's not any know. more that I can think of that I would say like, "Ooh, that's good." Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I, I can't think of any actually. Okay, that's going to go ahead and do it for this episode of Profoundly Pointless. I want to thank you so much for joining us. If you get a chance, subscribe, leave us a rating or a review. We really do appreciate it and really does help us out. We're trying to figure, we're coming up on our 200th episode and we're trying to figure out something special. So if you have any ideas, just let us know. Like we we want to do a giveaway, but we don't really know what people might want. So, if you've got some good suggestions, by all means, and let us know what uh, what do you, what do you think are your what what are some of your favorite pizza toppings? I really don't understand how sausage and pepperoni is not in the top two, but I'd love to hear some people. Like maybe you got a really good one that. We have never even thought about. So send them our way. 